Welcome to the Chasing Tone video show and podcast, and I'm Brian. I'm Max. Today we talk about uh, the DB Plus versus the Tumnus and yeah. how they're two different types of boosts. We talk about different kinds of compressors. We bring in a new segment and call our Uncle Frank Falbo. Call Uncle Frank. The man, of, man, the man behind mini pickups. Mini pickups. And we have a very cool gear vault for you. So with that, let's jump right into the show. Ho, ho, ho. So you, you were talking to me this morning about a question you always get. Yes. Regarding the Tumnus and the DB Plus. I know the answer, but you guys. Right, so I thought, yeah, I, it's my idea. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. So you thought it actually might be a really good uh, comparison to kind of demonstrate the two differences. Yeah. And kind of explain real quick what, what, the, what they are. So don't need those. So um, DB Plus is like a full range boost. Yeah. It has a switch on the side that you can turn the buffer on and off. Uh, the Tumnus is always buffered, so even when you turn it off, it's going to be buffered. Yeah. The Tumnus has gain, so you can actually get overdrive out of it. The D Tumnus has just loud volume. Oh, you mean the DB? I'm sorry, the DB Plus yeah. has loud volume. You're not going to get, you're not really not going to get clipping or overdrivey sort of thing. So, but with that said, they both will get clean boost. Yeah, they will do the clean boost. They sound totally different though. So let's hear, let's hear what you got for your bass signal. Okay, so I'm going to turn the D plus on and I'll just give you a little volume. Okay, so we have tons of clean volume, so if we go too much more. If I had to guess, we probably just clipped the mic like crazy. And pro so. Probably, but that's a good demonstration of yeah. how, so, how it gets. So that's, and that's what a mic sounds like whenever you clip it. It's true. It's a very bad distortion. Too, but much anyway, clean, too much clean volume. Right. So, but the whole point is it just is lots of volume. Yeah. Getting lots of full range volume. It's not cutting bass. It's not adding anything. It's just flat. Tumness, on the other hand, Hold beast. adds some coolness that a, a, a regular booster won't really get. So let's see what we got here. So play uh, play one of your bluesy riffs, and I'll, and I'll switch on and off the difference. Okay, so that was the DB Plus first, then the Tumnus. You can see like the Tumnus adds oh, yeah. some mids to it, adds a little bit of high-end sparkle. A little more grit. Um, and, little more. and some grit to it as well. So, yeah, that's the biggest difference. Yeah. That's it in a nutshell, right? Yeah. Anything else, Dad? Internally, the Tumnus has like a charge pump, right? So it goes like ramps up from 9 to 18 volts. Yep, yep. So you know, it sounds smart. Yep, and the DB Plus is only 9. You can run it at 18. That'll yep. give you even more volume. Yeah, even more headroom, right? Yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but it's still a booster, it's a volume booster, where the Tumnus shapes things, adds overdrive, a uh, little more tricks to it. Yeah. So, don't run the Tumnus at 18 volts. Don't do that. Unless That's a you, really bad idea. Unless you like smoke. Or if you want to buy another pedal. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. 
All right. So I've got to go pick up my notes now. Okay. Oh. Uh, got my notes back. You should have, should have forewarned me on that one. Don't throw your notes again. Okay. <laughs> Don't need no stinky notes. Right. So uh, let's go with this one. This is this is a, a fairly easy one. I can't really demonstrate it. We can talk about it though. So Bobo Bahannon. He's written this before. He has. Yeah. So, Can't forget a name like Bobo. That's right. Uh, what's the difference between optical, VCA, FET, valve, multiband, and parallel compressors? What are some applications for each type? Uh, what's the difference between analog, digital, and actual reverb? What are some applications for hall, plate, room, spring, reverb, convolution, algorithm, algorithm that word, reverse, Algorithmic. yeah, reverse, gated, multiple delay, reverbs. That is all you, dude. Whoo! Okay, so. <sighs> Deep breath. Okay, I'm third grade level here. This is just the way I do things. So, optical uses, um, each one uses a different type of circuit to achieve compression. So, for example, with an optical compression, it's going to sound different, it's going to compress different, it's going to feel different. Um, same thing, VCA, FET, valve, multiband is, I mean, you can actually take specific audio frequencies and compress just that frequency. Oh, so that's cool. let's say you just want to compress the mid-range or the bass, you can do that. Uh, parallel compressors be like ego compressors. So you can uh, blend in the clean signal okay. or really anything. If you wanted to if you want to get technical, you can blend in anything if you're using parallel compression. But for the most part, you're blending in the clean signal. So it's a little more, uh, a little more I think, realistic sounding. Yeah. A little more natural, organic, organic chewy, cool. woody. Tweety, uh, all those buzzwords. Yeah. <laughs> Transparency. Yep. Um, the difference between the reverbs, though, analog and digital, like analog reverb is, I would say an analog reverb would be, I guess your spring reverb could be considered yeah. analog. Plate style, like the old plate style. like Actual plates. Yep. Yeah. That could be considered analog. So those are like physical parts that you're running sound through to create reverberations. Reverberations. Um, and then, of course, you know, throw a mic in a big empty room somewhere. That, yeah. That's the original version of analog reverb, you know. Going in um, the bathroom. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, basically with any sort of reverb pedal, you're just emulating that. And you're, yeah. you're going to emulate it in the digital world because you're not going to put a bunch of springs in a pedal, for example. Yeah, it's hard to fit all those in Right. There. And I haven't figured out a way to put a room inside of a pedal. Yet. Yet. They're still working on that, though. Modern technology, it's its, it's probably going to be possible soon. I've got GarageBand, so surely we can figure it out with that. I could be a transformer, too. <laughs> I'm banking on it. So, I mean, I mean the, the, you know, the question about the reverb is they all do different things. Reverse reverb sounds like in reverse. You play the note and the yeah. reverb's backwards. Uh, gated, it's, there's going gated reverb. So, uh... I don't think I've ever really used gated reverb. I haven't really had a, like, a need to. I mean, I've seen it on the settings and mess with it, but I think it kind of sucks. Like personally, like it's something I just I, I don't use myself. It would never. Um, yeah, so I, you know the best way to figure that out is to uh, I, I think like use Logic or well, pre nocturnic No one. You don't have Pro Tools, do you? I don't have Pro Tools. Yeah, me neither. So GarageBand or Logic yeah, or something phone. like that, and like. Click on your plugin, and then just screw around with that and the different types. Like it's pretty hard to 
distinguish the difference. But I mean, yes. like the reverb you hear on the guitar is a plug-in right now, and it's simulating a smallish room. Yeah. Hit, hit me a quick note on there. Yeah, so that's, you know, just a simulation mm. to give it some, some space, you know? And that's really because I'm not a big fan of the uh, spring reverb on the deluxe reverb, which we're going through right now. I still like it. I like spring reverb. You do like your spring reverb. I do. I tend to like more plate style, you know? And I want, like, actually, like, if I had my way, I'd have, like, a big reverb unit on top of my, my super reverb. You need more reverb. That that would be cool if I had my way. I would just bring a big empty room everywhere and put a <laughs> mic at one end. You need to learn how to breadboard that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I've got uh, this this next question. You're gonna love this. You're gonna love this. So it's from Mike Handelman. Okay. And it's about pickups. So we should call Uncle. Frank. So. I think we create a new, <laughs> a new part to these videos. Yes. Call, and what, what did we decide to call it? Let's call Uncle Frank. Let's call Uncle Frank. All right, Frank. Uncle Frank. Uncle Frank. All right, Uncle Frank. So this is a question from Mike Handelman. And Mike Handelman says, Is there any reason I couldn't mix rail-style pickups on a Strat with traditional single coils? I'm thinking of putting a 50s-style, vintage-style pickup in the neck of my Strat for fat, juicy bluestone, and then a cool rails in the middle, and a hot rails in the bridge for more modern tones. And he says, I play blues, and I'm influenced a lot by really modern guys like Robin Ford and Scott Henderson and jazz fusion players. All right. So, so going from a fat, honky, true, single-coil tone to a hot rails appeals to me. So this is from Mike. So okay. What's, what's, what does the pickup man say? Well, one of the things I say is uh, from a long time ago, it also appealed to me. Um, I did that in one of my strats. I put in um, some, these are Bartolini's. They just happen to be, again, low output, vintage uh, voiced type of pickups. Um, but the output from them is very vintagey. Uh, and then, you know, to the bridge pickup, which is a Hot Rails right there, as you can see. And so there's a couple of things to consider that don't necessarily apply to this Bartolini guitar of mine, but they kind of do. Yes, of course you can combine it. You can combine whatever you want, especially if they're all passive. There's not a problem. There's not necessarily a problem with interaction. The neck pickup, if you have a, like a 50s neck fender sounding pickup, it's going to be fairly low output. If you combine that with a middle pickup that's a cool rails, the cool rails isn't that hot, so it's not like it's going to get you know, tremendously hotter by the time you get to the middle pickup. The bridge pickup, the hot rails, that's going to be pretty loud. However, not really much louder than a guy who puts a JB or a distortion or any other, you know, humbucker in his Strat, which we've seen happen a lot over the last 30 years. So it's the kind of thing that people do. The couple things that I would point out are that with a hot rails pickup configuration, when you're looking at the pickup, the coils itself, right, there's one coil and then there's another one right next to it. And so the magnetic field is such that this one's north and that one's south, or vice versa if it's flipped around. That means that the magnetic field wants to jump over from one to the next really quickly. It makes it a very low magnetic field. That means it's really sensitive to pickup height. So that cool rails that you put in the middle, if that's a little bit loud because it's a cool rails, you can just lower it down a little bit, and it's going to really dramatically respond uh, to the height 
with regard to volume. Um, in the bridge position, the same thing is true, but we all like our hot reels pretty loud, you know, so normally we'll adjust them pretty close to the strings. But aside from that, um, and maybe phasing issues, like if your neck pickup was a Fender brand, and then your middle and bridge pickup are Seymour Duncan brand, sometimes Fenders are out of phase with the Duncan, and you have to flip hot and ground, or else they'll sound thin and weak in the center position. Um, but other than that, it's going to work. Uh, and so I, you know, yeah, I say by all means, go for it. Cool. All right, then. So uh, if, that, if that's all you have to say about it, I mean. You know. It kind of is. I mean, we can cut. <laughs> it kind of is. All right, man. Unless we're waiting for a joke to go out on. But that's on <laughs> you guys. That's not my, that's not on me. Oh, no. Thanks, no. Uncle Frank. No, that's all we got. All right. Thanks, man. All right. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye. So there you have it. So. Riveting stuff. That's what Uncle Frank says. You almost need a cigarette after that. I know. Exciting. <laughs> but what better guy to get to answer the pickup stuff than the guy that yeah, designed, designed a bunch of pickups. <laughs> so. The P-Rail, the mm -hmm. fishing stuff. Yep. He had influence over the fluence. So yes. there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So good times. So for this week's Gear Vault... Uh, we have this very cool little pedal from Henretta Engineering called the Bluebird Fuzz. Interesting little story on this pedal. This is actually Brad Paisley's pedal that he let me borrow. And he just never gave it back. No. <laughs> it's Brad Paisley's pedal, man. Yeah, he's not, he's probably has seven more. No, actually, uh, there's a, he kind of the backstory is he he loves the sound of this fuzz, and he was like, you know what? I would like something that was like that but had more control to it. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm trying to help Bob. I'm doing a terrible job. Bob's like, hey, everybody, uh, Bob Johnson. <laughs> Doesn't ever talk, but yeah. I'm trying to help him like read sign language. It's like charades. It's like, no culture sounds like. like forget it. Move the, I'll move the freaking pedal myself. Right. So, so for everyone listening, basically, Bob behind the camera. We stole all kinds of hand signals. Yeah, and, it was and like, we were like, "What? What do you say?" What, I thought what, I was what, trying what? to steal second base or something, <laughs> and I had no idea what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> you want me to what? No. It was the same color as my shirt. That's why almost the same color as my shirt. That's why I picked it out. And my eyes. It's true. Dreamy. <laughs> I mean, what? Anyways, I didn't. I don't trust it though, because where's the rest of it? Like, where's the, where's the knobs and stuff? Uh, what you get's what you get. There's you know no, what? There's nothing internal? I, I haven't opened it up, so it's possible that there's trim pots in it. I don't know. Maybe. But it has a foot switch and an LED for those of you guys just listening. Yes. It's, That's it's, it. It's like the size of... How would you describe this? Like size a White Castle a, cheeseburger. <laughs> for everyone outside of Midwest America. Uh, uh, what do they call it? The uh, Crystal Burger. Outside of the, outside of the Midwest. It's so crystals. it's two inches by two inches. <laughs> They're about to. I like the burger analogy better, though. Sure. So, all right. So let's, uh, so you got it engaged. Yeah, I actually got I'm playing around with it. I put it on the bridge. Rock out with your Glock out. <laughs> it's a gun. I, have, I know. I it's have, a gun I have joke. several. Terrible playing, but you gotta get some of the sound out of it. It actually sounded, I thought it sounded better on the bridge, believe it or not. On the neck, it was still there, but. But like, you're playing chords. 
I know, right? Cowboy chords. On a fuzz. You you play you play this time. <laughs> no, here's I mean okay. No, show me how it's done there, Wobbler. Oh, just just stand back, first <laughs> just, of all. Just stand back. Stand back because here's the thing. Play some Brad Paisley legs right there. Um, so anyways, I don't know. You play more fuzz than I do, but I always play single note stuff. No. Like You're never going to see me do this ever again. That's bridge. Well, that's a killer. that note. Resolve to the one! <laughs> Resolve to the one! Bend! That's okay. Ooh. Bump. Ooh, it cleans up. <laughs> is that not no good? it's it's close that's close to government meal right yeah warren haynes actually does uh uh he does princes when doves cry right before he does that live. right it's yeah. awesome uh, it is quite awesome but warren I, haynes is quite awesome i love this pedal dude it's cool i'll sell it to you <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding then brad would be mr paisley would be mad at me he they probably would never talk to me again <laughs> and that's not good. And that's how you end a relationship with an artist. Yeah, so that's not good. No, I'm kidding. So, um, yeah, the Henrietta Fuzz, Henrietta Engineering, Bluebird Fuzz, kind of a nifty little cool pedal. Doesn't take up much pedal board space, but it looks like what you get is what you get. Yeah, that's cool. And unless you open it and there's more in there, and then you get more for what you get. Stand by, we'll open it up, let you guys know. <laughs> and by us I mean I will right so <laughs> alright so that's all we got for today uh, if you're watching on YouTube which you probably are or Facebook maybe make sure you leave a comment below uh, ask us you know make sure you ask us questions because we kind of feed off all those questions you know like yeah. all the content so you know e email us podcast at wamperpedals.com or you can you actually use Twitter let's just start a hot hashtag now what, ask chasing tone Hashtag yeah. Ask Jason Tone. Or uh, hashtag Uncle Frank. <laughs> but no, seriously, give us a little share love here, people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, we'll see you uh, next week. Thanks for watching.